1: Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening. This is one of a handful of Four Star Spurs' bonus episodes called Stateside Spurs Series, and I'm your host, Katherine. During this series, I'll chat with Spurs fans based in the US about Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, so I certainly hope you join us for a little chat with Stateside Spurs fans. Now, before we start chatting Spurs, let's see who's joining me this week in the conversation. With me this episode is not only Anthony, the host of Four Star Spurs, but also Shannon, and they're from Chicago. We'll get to know all about them this episode and their Spurs, about their Spurs stories. So welcome, Anthony and Shannon, and thanks for joining me. Hi. Hi how's it going? Good. How are you guys?
0: Great. Good. Good.
1: Good. So I don't want to lengthen any conversation, so let's get right to it. Uh, what's your connection with the sport of football and how how do you love football?
0: We actually came in at a on a World cup after we um, um, after we got married we um, we we began watching the sport because uh, we did see it was such an uh, international sport when while we were traveling and we didn't really understand what was going on we went to Spain on our honeymoon and there was a couple of uh, El, El Clasico's going on while we were in Madrid and Barcelona and, and we just didn't quite get why people were so amped up but we, we kind of came back and wanted to get involved with the sport uh, uh, just just to have that connection with the rest of the world um, so, and we like getting up early and drinking I think is what you, what you would say, right? Uh, uh, we, we, it was that uh, World Cup that happened. Jeez, uh, was that the South Africa one, uh, uh, or was it the one before that? Before that. It was the one before that. That it was six thirty in the morning. We would go to the pub. And we're like it's excuse to go to the bar at six in the morning. Mm-hmm.
2: We don't need to be out at night. We're too old.
0: <laughs> so we uh, so we started watching then. We we started rooting for Spain then. And after that World Cup ended, we became uh, uh, we started following the Chicago Fire a little bit, going to some watch parties for them, uh, eventually got season tickets. um, And we landed on Tottenham much later, actually, when uh, uh, we went to a watch party at the Atlantic and uh, we met um, uh, John Hewock, who used to work at the uh, Atlantic. And he told us, before you make a choice of what club you want to follow, he like, didn't
2: exactly give us a choice.
0: He said, "Just, just, just, <laughs> just come out and meet people before you make a choice of yeah. who you're going to start following in the Premier League." And that was that was kind of how uh, uh, we landed on uh-huh. uh, Spurs. And it, it was the people that brought us back. The, it was such a great welcoming group of people, as opposed to a lot of football fans when when you're a new fan coming in that can be a little bit. Um, uh, what's the word for it? Judgmental. Yeah, judgmental is probably the way to look. At it. If you if they don't feel like you know enough that um, that they don't respect you coming in as a new fan. So, but the, the the Chicago Spurs were so welcoming that that's how we became fans and and now look at me I'm chairman of Chicago Spurs. So they did something right or wrong or yep both. <laughs> now I'm stuck. I got these uh, Spurs that I have to <laughs> deal with.
1: <laughs> Do you think so that t- becoming a supporter more in adulthood has changed your viewpoint and perspective of the sport in general and of your fandom within the Tottenham community rather than when you have conversations maybe with people who grew up with the sport and yeah. grew up with Spurs? Yeah.
2: yeah, they definitely, they follow it differently. Um, talking to somebody who is a lifelong Spurs fan, your you know, my knowledge isn't that, extensive um i can hold my own in a conversation but they come at it from such a different you know a more visceral viewpoint than maybe i will because you know Mm -hmm. i didn't grow up in that culture i didn't grow up in that neighborhood i didn't grow up knowing anything about it i happen i'm lucky enough that i get to pick my team you know i'm not just born with it so i chose this that's what i'm saying (laughs)
0: One of the things I've kind of experienced, especially like hosting the podcast and everything like that, it, it is uh, what I, what I find is uh, a lot of the guys that grew up with it, like like they look at it in a different way. They take a very historical perspective, um, and they take all that, that that historical knowledge that they have. Where I a lot Trauma. of the American supporters that I know like take it. Look, look at things a lot more analytical and look at it as the the economy of the sport and uh, it, just the, the the direction that you come at it from is a little bit different and especially how we do american sports um like a lot of things that people get worked up about it's just like you know the the club 60 dollar tickets i'm like that doesn't sound that bad compared to like the Like Bears tickets here, (laughs) or like we grew. I grew up with sports where like sixty dollars. Like I was paying that in the the eighties and nineties to go to baseball games, and you know you were more than happy to pay that for like a decent seat. So it's uh, uh, but but I understand why it's a huge problem when you're way way overpriced compared to other (laughs) other teams. Mm -hmm. So it's you you kind of look at it from a different direction when you come at the sport as an adult and uh, then uh, growing up with as a kid where you have that kind of like, uh, uh, emotional attachment as a youth, like, uh, so it's difficult to separate that from yourself. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I, and I, understand that I don't follow baseball anymore, but I, I, I have those types of sen- sentiments. Uh, talk, I talked to my dad yesterday for father's day about baseball and, 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 I, I don't even know what's going on right now, but <laughs> but to have that sentimental conversation with them is the way I look, look at that sport. So mm-hmm. I think that's where you see some of the difference.
1: Okay. Well, and you said that, Shannon, you said that you did choose, although as you had mentioned, John didn't really give you a choice. Can <laughs> you tell me a little bit more about the, the stepping forward into the fandom of Tottenham? either of you can
2: We talk. Were, essentially what we were doing is you know we're adults it's hard to make friends as adults we're not you know work friends or work friends and but it was a way to make friends as adults it we get to go out in the morning here we get to do all this you know fun stuff and then I get to take a nap it's perfect for me um, we had met in a bar that was that had a flag it wasn't a soccer bar but it had a flag and it was red and we were like oh we might follow that team and then we were pulled back from the brink of following that team
0: yeah that, um, that, that, that was an <laughs> arsenal flag that was at the bar that, gonna we, say it. <laughs> that we met at they had an arsenal <laughs> flag hanging out i don't remember them
2: ever really playing a lot of they would play the world cup but they didn't play a lot of sports in general but we were like oh we'll follow that team and then luckily we were pulled back from the brink by John, and uh, he was like, come and check this out. And he explained, you know, how. Um, and I was like, it's fine. You know, this is fun. But the more and more I went, the more I was like, I lo- this is the kind of people I want to know.
0: These are the yeah. people that mm-hmm. I want
2: to know. People who are open to, you know, other
0: experiences and have, like, I mean, don't just I, expect to win. They, they don't do.
2: expect to win. It's a, a really the banter that you hear, the jokes, the songs, the entertainment value is just of going. <laughs> I don't follow it as you know closely as you or Anthony. I am. It's almost purely social for me at this point where I'm like, I enjoy watching. Don't get me wrong. I love it. And I have my I name my cats after the players, and it's <laughs> you know
1: it's a can. Problem. Can you tell the the listeners? By the way, <laughs> you mentioned your cats. Can you t- tell the listeners their names?
2: Well, we have Frankie Clopaz, who is named after uh, Chicago, the former uh, coach for the Chicago Fire,
0: and he was a former player in years past. But yeah, and yes. he he he's currently I think he he does uh he's like an analyst for Chicago fire matches uh,
2: and then we have uh, the
0: local channel maybe not ESPN plus anymore but yeah he's so he's still involved with the club but that's where we named him uh, Frankie and then uh, Musa Dembele is our uh, most uh, our youngest uh, guy
2: yes he's our most well-known he's very handsome (laughs) much like his namesake (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and uh, we've Musa because it's a cat so you have to kind of cat it up a little and uh it's actually become a real normal word to us now which is weird
0: because
2: it's not normal but yeah we, when we go on vacation we search out spurs groups
0: yeah um and that, we, that's that, been a really big thing for, like, all over the world because it was how we got into the sport it, just traveling like we realized that this is something that everybody else really follows and it, it gave us the intrigue to to kind of look into it So now when we travel we always connect with spurs groups wherever we go and like meeting sweden spurs years ago which i think you've got the chance to meet too catherine when we all went to london together several years back um like we met those guys at a at uh, 2 world cups ago yep, uh, in uh, a bar we, yeah we watched a <laughs> japan match with them i think <laughs> and like just, like we we, yeah. should, we we just said we want to trade a scarf like so we brought a chicago spurs scarf and they gave us a giant sweden spurs flag and they they had <laughs> apparently like? they had apparently bought like um Tried to buy one flag, and they somehow got a box of 50 of them. So <laughs> it was, they are just giving them out like they were candy to everybody. So We was we're uh, like, wow, this is fancy. So, we, so we, we had a Sweden Spurs flag at the pub for years and years, and, and they even gave us another one uh, when we went out to London but that yeah, time. Yeah, like when,
2: we, when and, they come to the city or when they come to the States and we go see them, it's always exciting to, like, meet other people from around the country and around the world. Um, I work at O'Hare and I wear a Spurs lanyard for my airport badge and it's rare but a lot of like when people notice it they notice it and they'll you know I don't look like a Spurs fan so it's always funny to them that I (laughs) even know what it is um
0: well you get to meet some famous Spurs fans too yeah
2: I've met I got to meet um Salman Rushdie Rushdie
0: who's a Spurs (laughs) fan yeah who, who You yeah. tried to get him to come to the pub, didn't you?
2: I always try to get him to come to the pub. <laughs> they never do, but hey. yeah.
1: So is that your favorite memory of following Tottenham is just meeting everybody from all over the world? Or do you have a certain specific memory of following Spurs?
2: My favorite memory of following Spurs is on my 40th birthday, Steve from lake forest the crystal lake crystal lake sorry crystal lake spurs and i we had only been following the been there for like a year maybe even less than a year and he brought a cake and he made a big deal about it and i was just like i was blown away well you would
0: bumped into him in the at the airport i
2: bumped into him at the airport and i was like Hmm. you look really familiar i think that you go to this bar that we go to and he we talked and he was you know on his way to some football something or other and and i was like yeah the opening day is my birthday i'm very excited it was my 40th birthday my mom was in town Uh, (laughs) she gets treated like a queen Mm -hmm. you know made songs about her um but you know that was that's when i knew like these were people i could get down with like i could be friends with these people and you know it felt very welcoming and we're all we're all you know together in our misery (laughs) (laughs)
1: and now anthony the same question goes for you do you have a certain memory about following spurs not Um, a game but a memory
0: not not a game um uh, you know when spurs came uh to chicago it may have been like five or six years back now at this point um they came out and they played a friendly against the chicago fire um and we planned a massive event that weekend and just that whole weekend was just such a great experience the legends event the um the just hanging out with people before and after i mean like i i must have spent like about a week straight just on spurs like a, i had like ruptured my quad the week before that happened uh, like because i was getting ready to play in the 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 the, the soccer tournament and <laughs> I, I probably should have never done that so i blew my leg out um so i was like barely get, getting around but i it was just like hanging out with all the people coming in from other cities like atlanta and and just like meeting them all at the pub and then the, the legends event. Um, I didn't even go to the open practice or anything like that, but like just the, uh... The match itself, like I worked to get like uh, Tifo together that weekend, and like we did like a big streamer thing and made a complete mess out of the Chicago Chicago Fire Stadium. They must have hated us, uh, but we just like threw like uh, na- navy and white streamers, which it was tough to find <laughs> navy streamers. You'd be surprised how like, difficult it was to get navy streamers. The white wasn't a problem, but sky blue all day long. <laughs> yeah.
2: Navy, no, not not yeah. having yeah.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> But that that was that that was just such a fun weekend. That 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 whole weekend experience was just like, yeah, I'm loving. I like I'm, it I'm better. Never stopping going and like I went to the hospital that weekend. Uh, we we did like uh um met with some players like and like I they sent Zeki Friars and uh, uh, Tom Carroll over to the hospital. So I like I'm sitting here and I'm
1: not like, for any injury purpose. You
0: no, no, they sent them to. <laughs> To pass out toys to kids uh, as a charity event that we we organized as a club, and and uh, that was my cap contest when I, uh, I I won the most. I was at the most matches that year of, of any other Spurs fans. We used to keep track of who was went yeah. to those matches the most, and that was my prize. I got to meet players and and go to this uh, charity event, which was kind of a fun experience too that weekend. That whole weekend was just a blast. I like when
2: they're in different cities and we don't have to do anything.
0: That's yeah. nice, too.
1: <laughs> so you both told me your favorite memory, but now let's kind of get into the quote-unquote nitty-gritty. <laughs> do you have a favorite game?
2: The Ajax.
0: Yeah, yeah. that Ajax. Oh, you, that's a good pick. The that's Ajax
2: really, match, was, yeah. Honestly, that was like, it was almost tasting victory.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I can't top that, so I'm going to go with my, my wife yeah. on this. Like, that day, being at the pub for that Ix match, like, that comeback but those two two Lucas goals, uh, it, it was... Yeah, I was, uh, I was, it, it was just pretty magnificent. for a couple of days after like, that. <laughs> like, I, I just remember laughing hysterically, and, like, it, 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 just, like, so giddy, and... None of it, it seemed real. Like, it, it, I was just like laughing uncontrollably about what i, ju- I had just yeah. experienced and just like the excitement like the, the the hugging other fans like the just the the uproar at the the pub like i don't think there was ever a better experience out at the pub yeah that was it was a good time yeah <laughs>
1: And I know you've seen, then, the friendly against Chicago Fire, and I know you've seen multiple other games. Do you have a favorite game that you've seen in person, by chance? I've
2: never seen them. The only time I've seen them win in person, I think, is the Fire.
0: Yeah, we beat... Did they win in Denver?
2: No, or? no,
0: they, <laughs> they, they lost the MLS All-Stars in Den- Denver. Like, we, we've only been to one... Uh, um, actual match, and that and that was the uh, the the only time that um, oh geez, why am I brain freezing? We went to uh, the, the Aston the, Villa, the uh, the the American right back that uh, played Lin. for Spurs for a little bit. What's it, what was his name? Uh, Yedlin.
1: He only yet, had he only yet, played that yet, one yet,
0: game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Like they it was, was the only match that he played. Like that he started. Like because um, I remember Tommy like picked up his. Kit in the they let us go into the locker room before And Tommy picked up his kit and he had to get yelled at. You're not supposed to. You can't touch their kids. Go figure. Like, you can't just pick up the kit like. Yeah, get be playing today. Like, and we were allowed out to tweet out the 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 lineup. But yeah, it was.
2: Uh, that was my favorite match just because the experience of going to White Hart Lane and seeing the old White being able to see the old White Hart Lane even we knew it was gonna be gone. So that was nice. And having that experience, and it, it,
0: the Swedish curse com- legends. The, the we, had, dinner. we had a
2: legends dinner. We got to take a tour of the stadium, but just it's so unlike an American sporting event, um, that that was really exciting to see. I was surprised by like, you know, how the stadium was set up, and you know, it, it's 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 so unlike an American sporting event. <laughs> and it was fun. It was like. This electricity that you feel, like everybody's singing and everybody's hooting and hollering and having a great time, and you know, although you know, beer vendors would have been nice.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> just, that's the
2: only thing that
0: the uh, like English in uh, America—they're
2: just like bringing it to you. If there, you got to get it yourself.
0: <laughs> well, and you're not allowed to bring it into the stands.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: That, but that's. Uh, <laughs> I I was able to suspend that. Like I'm like. No, I was fine. too excited.
2: Yeah. I was too excited to even like function for a little bit and it was it was very exciting and we were right behind the goal yeah, not just, that they saw it but it was fine Yeah. You know
0: that whole trip was uh, was an amazing experience and I know like we've we tried to we've tried to plan some further tri- we, had, we had a couple trips in a row and then the pandemic's got in the way and uh, we haven't been able to plan a good Chicago Spurs trip but I can't wait till we can go back and do that as yeah. a group again.
2: I'd love to see the new stadium. I watched all the videos of them, you know, walking around on the top up by the cockerel, which I will never, ever, you couldn't pay the me. Skywalking. Enough. You couldn't pay me enough to go on the skywalk. No.
1: I'm I ch- will yeah. repel down that no, the next chance that. I get. Yeah, i sure that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will be at the pub down the street.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I did want to ask, of course, this isn't going to be Yedlin, because you didn't remember his name, but who is your current at, as well as all-time favorite Spurs player?
0: Um, I, I'm a newer fan. Um, I, I mean, Lucid and is one of my all-time favorite just for, um, like, it, and it was a very brief window that, like, they finally figured out what position to play the man in. And, and once they did it, just how he made everything tick for, for a year and a half there. And like, you kind of had to dodge around injuries, but he, he we, we need another guy like that again, and it's going to be tough to, to replace. So he's definitely m- my favorite player of my time. And um, um, current. But, uh, in current. Um, I mean, I, it's tough not to like son. Uh, like I would love to say it's Harry. Harry, of course, has pissed a lot of us off with his transfer re- requests. And I don't want that to taint how I feel about the man for the rest of, like whether he stays or goes or leaves in a year or two. It's, it's bound to happen eventually. And I don't want that to taint how I feel about him, but it's tough to choose him at this point in time but 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 son's a guy that just wears his heart on his sleeve and it's tough not to just love that guy <laughs> like uh um i i don't have like a, a connection to a lot of the, like the newer players from the last couple of years where i can feel that type of but son is somebody that just i feel like you know and he's already re-signing a contract This looks like he's he's really spurs through and through so it's like i'm with son right now
2: yeah son's my favorite uh and he Lucid Dembele. I miss Nasser Chadley, but that's not because he's a good player. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, son is, it's hard to not, like, son's enthusiasm for everything and his passion is just, it's very infectious. I just don't know how I can make it into a cat name. (laughs) You know?
1: We'll have a think after this.
2: Yeah. yeah. We'll
1: have to. Or or if anybody listening. Yeah. If yeah. anybody has any options,
2: let me know. Send
1: in send in some. <laughs> we can vote on it.
0: <laughs> Why not? I, we may or may not use that vote for our next team. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I would like you to, whether it's a joint starting 11 or each of you wants to pick one out. Who would be included in your starting in your favorite starting 11? Not from an actual starting not 11, not
0: from an actual team. You see, yeah. when I read, <laughs> read the question, I thought it was like I was going to pick the year, like, oh, okay, well, it, that's for, for me, it's going to be one, well, one of the last like it, it probably would have been with one and Dembele in the midfield, and like you know, Kane Deli in summertime, Sun like up top, and like you're. But uh, if I'm gonna try and pick from the best, and like I don't have the historical insight that I can, uh, like I, I don't feel like I can realistically pick a guy from the '70s or '80s and say yeah, like, but, but yeah, from they're, when they're you, you don't have to.
1: when so, you've um, been watching, yeah.
0: Um, but well,
1: I'm guessing you wouldn't as, pick like, the like, when you
0: Left, I would have to put Luca Modric in it there. Okay. Um, Dembélé would certainly be in my squad. Maybe that's my midfield. Um, I do think, like, as far as our uh, fullbacks, wingbacks sit- situation, I don't think we've done much better than Walker or Rose at least since I, since I've been following.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, like when they were at their top. Like I mean, I would have to put them. In. And then it's tough to to say. Like I would probably have Ledley in be- before uh, the the knee became an issue but um, it's tough to not say Jan and Toby uh, like uh, that's one of the best pairings that I've, I've seen um, I, you would have to put Gareth Dale in that in my time frame of that I'm watching uh, in the attack and Harry Kane has to go into the attack and it would be tough not to put Sun there to to pick somebody else over him, and that probably is about a squad right there. I think.
1: I was not counting or writing it down, so yeah. I will take your word for that. Yeah,
0: but, um, it is a squad now. But it's uh, yeah, it's not that much like change than the early Pacchettino era, uh, other than throwing like Gareth Bale, Luca Modric in. But um, but there there would be some other options that probably would be better. Exactly. But for the, of the people that since I've been watching, that would be who I would pick.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did pick a good time to be Spurs fans, I think.
0: Yeah, right, right in that Pochettino era yeah. where we, we kind we of like watch. overachieved and like top four for four years. We got a little spoiled Champions League play.
2: But not spoiled enough.
0: Yeah.
2: It's fine. <laughs> My worst time as a Spurs fan I was watching Christian Erickson last week. Like, if I'd known, like, that sucked. But even knowing him and knowing him like we did, and you know the mean things we said, um, like that was that's when I was like, I don't know why I'm following this. This is a terrible sport. Oh my god, you know, like I was like crying on the
0: porch. <laughs> that's that was a rough experience. I think the whole, at least the European football community, kind of. To get, mm-hmm. came together at that point with Christian uh, Erickson and uh, said some things are bigger than the game, yeah. which, uh,
2: which even my employees knew about it. Like they have seen it on like the news and stuff and said something to me because they know that I like it. They just don't pay attention.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, and, yeah. and it's interesting that you say that because it seems like whatever you're interested in and your fandom. Permeates through to other aspects of your life, oh, yeah. and even if that was your worst part of your fandom, the best part of your fandom also does the same thing. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. The best parts outweigh the worst for sure, too. So that's always something to remember.
0: Well, and it's we go through periods like now where we're we're watching this coach debolical, where they can't seem to to get their publicity right on how they're handling for trying to find a, <laughs> a coach and it makes them look like buffoons and maybe they are buffoons, but it, the fan base gets so up at arms and so much hatred. And when it all comes down to it, it's like all the people say, Oh, I'm giving up. I'm throwing my hands up. I'm done.
2: They don't.
0: It's, <laughs> I, am not going to be done with it. Like a, I'm going to like, even if they picked like a horrible por- <laughs> human being to be the coach for a couple years, I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'll deal with this until we're past it. This is still my team. Like I, you know, you just can't just throw it away because uh, you're unhappy about some of the decisions. And I think that that might be some of the, um, the more modern, like internet culture, Twitter, you you just get yourself so worked up about things that, that really aren't that big of a deal big picture yeah your, mm-hmm. your club's gonna go through some down spells it's gonna go through some up periods and like you you hope to to be able to see them win a trophy someday because it's uh, um if you don't win them a lot it means a lot more when you do and...
1: but also being a supporter of any sport or being a football supporter or especially being a Spurs supporter i shouldn't say as a generalization that this is true but for the most part Of who I've encountered, it's true, in that you're not in it for the trophies. You're in it because you enjoy the sport, you enjoy the team, you're part of the club. And so you're not the trophy or glory hunters, even though the game is about glory. You want it to be more than that in substance. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, if I wanted to be, if I wanted to win trophies and everything and hang out with a different group and I don't it's not about that I just want to
0: yeah anybody could become a Manchester United fan or uh, uh, probably a City fan at this point yeah so I don't I don't meet a lot of City fans but
1: no so so I think my last question for you both would be and this can be the same word or or a different word or phrase but what i'm getting from the both of you is that in one word how would you characterize the american spurs supporter community and i think what i'm getting from you is that it would be the word resiliency i don't know if that's true but how would you how do you perceive the american spurs community or the chicago spurs community
0: in one word, or could I use multiple?
1: One words? word or phrase. Said
0: one,
1: or a phrase. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a phrase. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm I'm gonna struggle with one word, but but um, for me the, the the big thing with. Um, the supporters culture in america and i see a lot of that like negativity towards american culture and i get it like we pick our teams like we don't grow up with that i think a lot of english supporters uh see us as like uh, oh we're just kind of bandwagon but i don't think it's that that's the case anymore like we 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 wake up at six thirty in the morning and 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 watch spurs we, we we go to the pub we spend all day together with other yeah. Spurs supporters um can it, it's a ahead, eh? it's a different culture here but uh, I hear it more often than people um realize like when they come here and they experience coming to the pub and not just Chicago but like I hear it the most with Chicago because I live here but even other places in America they're shocked at how rich the culture is for following Spurs. Like, people are just, like, they're looking for a place to watch while they're on vacation, and they... they
2: and they end up with, like, 16 new friends. Yeah. the com- I think camaraderie is more of That's our, a
0: good word for it. Thank you. Is what we do
2: in America better than... Because in America, we are exceptionally friendly, apparently. And, you know, when you do walk into the pub and Lucas is there with his short shorts on in his Tottenham gear, and he will talk to whoever walks in that door, and you're his new best friend. So the camaraderie is definitely, it's it's the greatest way to make friends right now.
0: She, she came up with the word for it. Yeah, I, look at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is that anybody listening should go to a supporters, official supporters group, bar, Absolutely. wherever they meet, and yes. go uh,
0: wherever you're at in the world and not just the u.s but like if you're traveling the u.s there's plenty of groups all across the u.s so you, you can find it if you look it up on online um, and they're thrilled they're and, thrilled
2: when you want to join them they
0: but the rest of the world too yeah and you you're always shocked by you're i'm never shocked i mean by the the people i bump into when i uh, go to a pub and find spurs fans for a spurs match yeah like it's it's always a way to connect and it's always a great experience. So definitely come to the US, go to New York Spurs, go to Brooklyn Spurs, uh go to mm-hmm. Chicago Spurs, LA. Go to Fishkill Spurs. Go. <laughs> like they, they're everywhere. There is a Fishkill Atlanta,
1: Atlanta, New Orleans, Nashville, New Orleans. Milwaukee, New Orleans Minneapolis, Detroit. Yeah.
0: yeah. New they're all good. good. Oh, and uh, like and I, I I haven't been down, but so, the Atlanta guys are so awesome. Every time I hang out with them, Yeah. like every time I bump into them in uh, somebody else's uh, watch party, like I want to go
2: to Amsterdam and meet and because those guys always come over here and they're amazing. So I want to
0: go
1: there.
0: Yeah, it's a community. I can't wait to trip. Maybe that's that's the word that I'll throw <laughs> in, uh, as a separate word: community. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, community and camaraderie and that,
0: that that's what drew me in yeah it was the community of the uh, of this uh, the, and i i never thought i would be this involved where i'm running a podcast and and at this point at least chair, chairperson of chicago spurs making sure that club keeps going i never would have planned on that but but it, it happened and like i
1: and we're all the better for it
0: yeah I, when i care Speak about for it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, it's fine. It gives us something
1: to do. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the time that you were able to cut out, and thank you for joining me.
2: I'm excited to see the editing um, to hear how edited it is. I <laughs> might edit that out
0: so much smarter than <laughs> I do by make him sound load.
2: smarter than Tommy. That's all I'm asking.
1: That's
2: <laughs> my only goal in life. We'll see. Make well, Anthony sound smarter than Tommy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So thank you again, Anthony and Shannon, for joining. I appreciate it a lot. So, And for you listeners out there, make sure you follow and subscribe to Four Star Spurs wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you like the pod and you fancy doing us a favor, write us a review. Also, thank you to Charlie for the music, Kevin for social media, Kimberly for the logo, and Four Star Spurs for the use of the brand. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Four Star Spurs. That's all for now. Come on, you Spurs.
2: Mine is